Hallelujah. Lift that up one more time. Hallelujah. Fill me up. Fill I overflow. I want to run. I want to run. Fill me up. Now with your hands lifted. Till I overflow, I want to run over, I want to run over. God, we're in a posture to be filled. Fill us now, we pray. God, as Kayla prayed, there are many of us that are empty. Lord. People have walked out on us. Fill us by your presence. Many have rejected us, God. Fill us by your presence. God, many of us, God, God, have, have, have been persecuted. Fill us by your presence, Lord, we pray. We need you on this morning. Not by might. Not by power but by your spirit. Do it this morning, we pray. Every heart that believes said amen. Take up your Bibles. Do me a favor. If you can hug the person next to you. Somebody this week hasn't had a meaningful hug. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're glad to see them. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't need anybody to say anything, but we just need a hug. We need a meaningful touch. If you can go in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6. One verse, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6. So good to see everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. I've been on this series called Discerning the Devices of the Devil. The reason why many of us are defeated by the devil is not that he's intelligent. Somebody says because we've been ignorant. So we're going to discern the devices of the devil. We talked about the device of division on last week. So let's see what the Lord will say on this week. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. It says, let no one deceive you. Somebody say no one. With empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. I want to read that one more time. Let no one deceive you. With empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. May be seated in the presence of the Lord. This morning I want to talk about the device of deception. The, the device of deception. Last week I talked about the device of division, and here's what I want you to know about division. It can cause some things to be withheld from you. But but here's the thing about the device of deception: it can cause the wrath of God to fall upon you. 
the, the same wrath that was promised to the enemy, he desires for that same wrath to fall upon us. And he does so, somebody say, by deception. The, the very character of the devil um, determines the potency of the, uh, of the device that the enemy uses against us. Here's what I'm trying to say. The level in which we receive deception is the level in which the strength of his devices work in our lives. I, I hope y'all caught what I just said. This is why the devil, Jesus calls the devil the very father of lies. Somebody say the father of lies. Deception is of the devil, and notice this, the devil is deception. That's why the enemy is called the great deceiver. It, am I getting a lot of feedback? Oh, it's okay, it's okay. Deception, hear this, caused the first sin. Deception birthed sibling rivalry between Jacob and Ishmael. And deception is what caused Judas to betray his savior. Somebody say deception. The, the Greek word deception in our foundational text is the word which means to lead to error. Therefore, the enemy is always trying to manifest moments in our lives that will lead us. Now y'all can see my pain with taking care of Pastor Keith. Take a whole team. All right, y'all stay with me, stay with me. This Greek word, again, means to lead to error. All right? So he's always trying to manifest moments of error in the life of a believer. And notice this, the error caused by deception can have eternal implications. Somebody say lasting. I, I don't, if, I, if I fall to deception, it can have lasting implications on my life. This is why the enemy has used deception as a device from the garden until now because it's been so effective. Somebody say effective. And, and I believe many of us can attest to the effectiveness of the enemy's device of deception even in our lives. If we can be honest, we made some commitments where as a result of um, a deception that we regret. I, I don't know about y'all, but I made some co commitments because I was deceived. Many of us have signed some contracts that we can't take back because we were deceived. Right? Many of us have made connections because of deception that took advantage of us. Somebody say deception. I don't know about y'all, but I, I made some commitments, y'all. I signed some contracts and I made some connections that were all as a result of deception. But ultimately, notice this, deception has caused some consequences that have lasting effects in our lives. It's important to consider the warnings that believers are given throughout the Bible concerning deception. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul warns believers to let no one deceive you by any means. Somebody say no one. In 1 John 3, the Apostle John warns believers with these words, little children, let no one deceive you. Somebody say no one. And even Jesus warns in Matthew 24, take heed that no one deceive you. Somebody say no one. 
even more, notice this, the Bible makes reference of some level of deception or deceit through every book in the New Testament. I want y'all to hear what I just said. There is some level of warning concerning deceit or deception in every book of the Bible of the, of the New Testament except the book of Philemon and 3 John. I believe the Bible gives us consistent warning concerning deception because the enemy consistently uses deception to wage war against believers. I heard, I hope y'all just heard what I said. The reason we got to be wary of deception is because the enemy consistently uses deception to wage war against a believer. Tell your neighbor, I don't want to be ignorant. This morning, I want to reveal how we might not be ignorant of the enemy's devices of deception and how the enemy uses this device in an attempt to lead God's people to error. Here's the first thing I want you to know if you're taking notes. The enemy will always use workers of deception. Somebody say workers. The enemy's will for deception in the life of a, of a believer is always made manifest by workers of deception. I, I, I want y'all to hear this. That means the pain of deception that many of us face is as a result, somebody say, of people. We don't like that, y'all. Many times it's not the enemy whispering in our ear like he did with Eve. He's going to use somebody close to me. Somebody shout people. So, so, so here's what I want y'all to know. If we never recognize the workers of deception, then we will never win the war against deception. I've got to be cognizant of the workers of deception. And here's what I want to tell y'all. We've got to be stop being so open and desperate and start being discerning. Too many of us, y'all, y'all too open to any and everybody and it's going to get you in trouble. All right? You were so desperate for a man that you were deceived. Tell your neighbor, don't be so open. Don't, don't, don't be so open. You were so desperate for money and was deceived. You were so desperate to be liked, and then you became, somebody say, deceived. Because when you are desperate, you are open to receive anything and hear this, anyone. And therefore, we make ourselves subject to deception. I've, I've always got to, you know what, people got, my, my wife has to warn me because of my heart. It's so open. I see the best in everybody. But notice this, when I'm open to anything and everybody, it makes myself subject to deception. I, I don't want to be deceived. We have to discern the enemy's workers of deception. This is why 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13, it speaks of workers of deceit. Even more this is why throughout the Bible, you will find this, this phrase, workers of iniquity. Somebody say, worker of iniquity. This means evil, and it includes deception. All right? We may not like this, but many times, notice this, the workers of deceptions are those that are close to us. We don't like that, y'all, but many times those that deceive us are closest to us. That means your friends might deceive you. That means your family might deceive you. And notice this, it may be the family of faith may even deceive you. The, the, those that are closest to us, and you, you got to consider Jacob deceived his own father. Delilah deceived her lover Samson. And even Judas deceived his teacher. Somebody say, somebody close to me. 
I've got to be careful concerning this. And notice this, proximity can increase your propensity to be deceived. The closer somebody is to me, it increases my propensity to be deceived. Why? Somebody say why. Because many times we don't look intently at those we expect to love us. And therefore, we many times receive from them without a thorough investigation. Did y'all hear what I just said? Many times when folk are close to us, we don't look intently in their hearts. We don't look intently at the decisions they make, and it makes us subject to be deceived by them. Tell your neighbor, you got to investigate people even close to you. I, I've got to investigate those people. And it makes us vulnerable to deception. And I hear this, I want y'all to hear me and hear me good. It's good, it's okay to be connected and cautious. I'm going to be connected to you, but I'm going to be cautious, daughter. I'm going to be connected to you, but I'm going to be cautious. And notice this, when you've experienced hurt and deception before, you better believe I'm going to be cautious. I'm going to be cautious, y'all. All right? Somebody say discerning. Romans 3.23 declares that all of us have fallen short of his glory. That means both your mama and your man, right? Your pastor and your parents, your friends and your family. That's why I tell y'all, don't get so comfortable even with this pastor, right? Because I'm subject to fall. And if I'm subject to fall, I'm subject to deceive you. We've all fallen short of his glory. Your mama too, your man too, yes. If they're not careful, they can be used, notice this, as workers of deception. Tell, I, I said this when I did this series on grace. There's going to be moments where we all need a moment of grace. Right? So that means that there's going to be times where although I'm trying to work this journey, walk it out the best to my ability, there's going to be areas of vulnerability even in the pastor's life. Right? So that means that either if I'm not careful, I can be a worker of deception as well. Tell your neighbor, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And notice this. It's important to note that deception is tainted truth. Somebody say tainted truth. Therefore, it's not always what we eat, but it's who we eat from. As your mama used to tell you, you can't eat from everybody. Not because everybody can't cook, but everybody ain't clean. Did y'all hear what I just said? It's not that everybody can't cook, but everybody can't clean. Ain't clean. I know some folk that can cook real good, but they're going to spit on your food while they're cooking it. All right? And, and, here, and, and, and truth is truth that is not clean. It's tainted. Somebody say tainted, y'all. So, so, so hear this. Deception comes as a result of how truth, notice this, is prepared and presented. Somebody say workers. That means stop eating from everybody's food. Tell your neighbor, stop eating everybody's food. That I'm, 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 I'm trying to warn y'all here. Yeah, but we listen to any and everybody. I know you love T.D. Jakes. I know you love all these big preachers. But stop eating everybody's food. Until I know the way they prepare and present it, I can make myself subject to be deceived. I've got to know. I've got to. Y'all know that's why the USDA got certain rules certain temperatures you got to keep food, certain ways you got to store it, certain ways you got to prepare. You just see the finished product, but you ain't know how they prepared it. I want to know how you prepared that meal, daughter. All right? So if we don't want to be defeated by the device of deception, 
we must be able to recognize and notice this, not receive the enemy's workers of deception. Somebody say workers. So, so I, I, y'all got to get this. The devil ain't whispering in your ear. You're not that big. You're not that deep. You're not that grandiose. You're not all of that. He's not taking his time like he took with Eve to come to your doorstep and say, Cindy, I want to deceive you in this manner. Somebody say, it's the people close to me. All right, so we've got to be, we've got to be cognizant of that. Here's the next thing. Somebody say wonders. All right, workers are vessels of deception, yet wonders are the vices of those workers. All right, this is why Jesus said in Matthew 24, 4, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders to deceive. If possible, even the elect. Somebody say miracles. Specifically in the body of Christ, many of us have been deceived by false signs, false miracles, and false wonders. And, and therefore, just because a church notices, displays wonders, does not mean that church is aligned with the Father's will. Y'all heard what I just said? Just because the church displays wonders, everybody laid out, everybody slain in the spirit, the, the praise and worship team is just magnificent, y'all. It's a wondrous place to be. All right? That does not mean they're aligned with the will of the Father. All right? I, 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 love, I, I get you got wonders. All right? People have been deceived to follow cults because they were so enamored by false wonders. Right? People have been deceived to sow seed in corrupt ground because they were deceived, somebody say, by false wonders. Right? False wonders. But every wonder of God, notice this, should be accompanied by the word of God. If I want to make sure that a wonder is real, a miracle is real, all this good stuff going on, is it accompanied by the sound word of God? Because remember, deception is tainted truth. All right, but the reason we don't know if it's accompanied by the word of God, many of us ain't in our word. Many of us ain't in our word. Tell your neighbor, get in your word. All right? Here's a word of wisdom. When you desire wonders more so than God's word, you become a prime candidate to be deceived. You got too many folk caught up with the wonders. I, I need a word from the prophet. I need to make sure I go to this miracle and healing and deliverance thing. I need to make sure that they just go up in tongues every Sunday. I need to see some wonders. And when I desire wonders more than the word of God, I make myself a prime candidate to be deceived. That's why we got a lot of, um, and I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it because we pretty much a black church. We got some little sprinkler in here. A little bit, but this is why the black church is so deceived. All right, we chasing after wonders. All right, we the, the bills ain't lining up, but I so I need a wonder rather than his word. And the word says, I'll teach you ways to get wealth. And us around here, we're trying to sow $500 seeds to get wealth, and we're deceived by wonders. People of God can't be deceived. By wonders. This is why Jesus says in Matthew 16, 4, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. Somebody say a wonder. And, and, and 2 Timothy 3.13 speaks of the wicked, notices sowing deception and being deceived. Here, here's what I'm trying to say. When, when I just seek that after a sign, they, the, Jesus says, I'm a wicked, I'm a wicked person. All right? I'm a part of this wicked generation. And then Paul had to come back and tell Timothy, those that are wicked will deceive and be deceived. Lord, help God's people. I don't want to be subject to that. All right? Simply desire his word and the wonder will come. 
Y'all heard what I just said? The book says that the promises of God are yes and amen. If I can just seek after his word, the wonder going to come. Right? The reason why I feel like there's fruit in my life is not because I sought after a sign, but I sought after his word. Stop seeking a sign and go seek the scriptures. All right? Too many believers have followed, notice this, the wrong preacher, the wrong pastor, and the wrong people of God were enamored so much by their wonders rather than the word of God that should have proceeded from them. I, the, the first thing that I want to do, I, I know it's a whole bunch of stuff we can do. We could get the kids' church right. We could do a whole lot of stuff. We could probably raise a whole bunch of money to get a building right. But the foundation of this church must be his word. All right? Because people will come to you for any and everything other than the word and that tell your neighbor, that won't last. That won't last. The, the, the grass may wither and the flowers may fade, but his word will remain. And, and hear this. Here's a word of caution. Because y'all saying I'm getting real church. And I'm going to get to your address right now. Be even more careful of those that show you natural wonders. Y'all know money. Somebody say money. The magnitude of their wealth and material things. Because these two can be used to deceive. Y'all think I was just talking about the preachers. No, I ain't just talking about preachers. Stop allowing people to show you their contents without context. What, what, what do I mean? Why, why are you showing me all your cars? All right. What's your motivation for telling me about all your accolades and awards? And tell your neighbor, it might be to deceive you. I, 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 how you got all this money? I want to know where's the context with your contents. Right? Because people do have motives for telling you about their money, and it might be to deceive you. Y'all know I'm talking about natural folk, y'all. This is why, why some of y'all still doing multi-level marketing and losing money. Because you got people telling you about their money without motives. Girl, I just want you to be successful. Y'all know what they say. You can own your own business, girl. You can, girl, I'm, I'm making so much money. You can be off your job. No, you got some underlying motives behind that. I don't want to know about your money. I want to know about your motives. All right? And people will show you natural wonders. Notice this in an attempt to sleep with you. Y'all know that? People will show you natural wonders. Right, they, they just want to get in bed with you, girl. All right, y'all, don't, don't, don't hear me. You're going to be deceived. All right? People will show you natural wonders in an attempt for you to co-sign with their misdeeds. No, 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 no. Look at all this that I got. But how you got it, though? All right? Don't be so caught up in their content. Notice this, that we negate their context. All right? Because notice this, they can look good and still not be good for you. I, I'm going to put this one out there, and I know it's my family, and I'm going to say it. My, my, my brother-in-law was, was um, um, thinking between two women, all right? I'm just going to say that. He got a wife now, and he, and he came to get some counsel from his sister. And he said, no, she said, that ain't the one. She might look good, but she's not good for you. All right? Too many of us get caught up in looks, and we realize after the fact, they weren't good for you. That's good. My, my, my brother, it was safety in the multitude of counsel. We love Bree. She looked good. She cute. She had, she do him right. All right. All right. And notice this. He or she is not that fine that I don't need to figure out what they about. They not that fine, y'all. I need to figure out what you about. Y'all, y'all get caught up. They so who they know, girl, they, they fine. They fine. They okay. They can be fine. They gonna knock you upside your head. All right. Because hear this, good looks have gotten some people cheated on. 
Somebody say good looks. Some good looks have gotten people beat down. Somebody say good looks. All right, I don't want, I need to know, I know you fine, but I need to figure out what you about. And we got caught up, hear this, in their wonders. As I mentioned earlier in Judges 16.4, um, Samson loved, made mention that Samson loved Delilah. And, and notice what her name means, dainty one. Somebody say pretty. But what's even more alarming is what Delilah asked Samson in verse 6 of Judges 16. He says, please tell me where your great strength lies and with what you may be bound to afflict you. People can be pretty and petty. Y'all notice this? Samson was so caught up in her wonder that he overlooked her will for his life. She told him, y'all, y'all know, y'all ever had a girl, I'll be just happy if somebody tell me you trying to afflict me. And this fool was so caught up in the fact that she was fine that he told her the very thing that she was looking for. I don't want to be caught up in somebody. My, my wife is pretty, y'all. I love my wife. She's beautiful. I tell her that all the time. She don't need no makeup. She's beautiful. But I don't want to get so caught up in her wonder that I don't realize the will she has for my life. All right, what's your will for my life, daughter? I, I, need, I need more than that. All right? Y'all know looks, looks, they, that, that's the fade, y'all. Y'all know how the old folks say nose wide open. Somebody say nose wide open. All right? If we don't want to fall victim to the device of deception, we must not be amazed at their wonders that we miss the intention, their intentions to afflict us. I don't want to be so amazed with all your money. I don't want to be so amazed with all your accolades. But, 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 but I want to make sure that I know your intentions. Because many of us got so caught up in so much stuff. And then we realize now we're in affliction. And they could, it was already signs, y'all. That's why your mama said, no, that ain't the one good for you. But you know how you ain't listening? I'm, 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 I'm counseling one right now that I just know nose wide open. All right, the boy ain't no good for her. But she running behind the boy. All right, because she think he's so fine that she ain't got time to figure out who he is. Tell your neighbor, I can't get caught up in wonders. So, so, so the first thing that I got to realize that there's workers of deception. And I got to realize that they also use their wonders. I ain't just talking about in the church. Y'all done been deceived by people, right? Your, your boo. Tell your neighbor your boo. All right? So here's the third thing. Words. All right? The, the, this, this is the third thing that they use. They use words. The effectiveness of wonders uh, of workers of deception is usually strengthened by their words. Y'all know they're going to they gonna get you with their looks, but they be smooth talking with their words. I, 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 I'm, I'm guilty of that. Tell your neighbor, your pastor guilty of that. I, I used to try to deceive women with my words, all right, because I felt like I had a little talk game. I felt like I was smooth. I felt like I knew what they wanted to say, so I used my words, y'all. Like I had a little car, had a little, little, little rims on it. So I got them with my wonder, then I deceived them with my words. Tell your neighbor, I'm, I'm delivered, though. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. Y'all, y'all know, I, I, some of y'all don't know I had to buy me a little minivan. I was delivered. Deliver, deliver. I, even more many times when they don't have the ability, notice this, to use wonders, they will deceive you by way of their words. Because some, some folk, y'all know, I, I know some hood, hood dudes, I ain't got no wonders, but they got some words. All right, and they will deceive you right out of your wallet. All right? This is why in our foundational text, Ephesians 5, 6, speaks of being deceived. Notice this by empty words. 
right? And then Colossians 2, 4 speaks of being deceived by enticing words. In Romans 16, 18, it speaks of being deceived, notice this, by entertaining words. It's, I'm always, notice this, I don't care what y'all say, I know this might not be Bible, but I'm always cautious of people that talk too much, that talk too fast, and talk about nothing. <laughs> somebody say all over the place. I got somebody right now that I had a former colleague, probably still consider him a colleague, talk too much, talk about, talk too fast, and talk about a whole bunch of nothing, all right? I'm, I'm cautious of you. I'm cautious of you, all right? If you're going to say something, please have some substance, all right? One, one of the easiest ways to be deceived is to speak to people who have no substance, all right? Just, just, just talking. Tell your neighbor, just talking. Right? Because the, hear this, the enemy's workers of deception will try to discuss about a whole, a, a lot of nothing, somebody say empty, with the attempt to draw you in, somebody say entice, and to deceive you by your wicked desires, somebody say entertain. Right? Romans 16, 18 ends with deceiving the simple hearted, which means the unsuspecting, in other words, ignorant. All right, don't talk to people just to be talking. Y'all heard what I just said? I don't, I don't want to just be talking to you just to be talking. We, we need a level of substance in all of this. Because I need to know what all this talking about. Y'all know people can just be all over the, and then, and then you be like, Why, where we going? And then all of a sudden, you know what, and, and then y'all, you know my lights got cut off last night. Huh? <laughs> where, where, where that came from? I, and they, 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 they seep you in, girl. I was watching Housewives of Atlanta, and I was, with watching hip hop in LA, I was watching all of it, and then, what? Girl, girl, girl I'm, I'm on the verge of being evicted. That's deception. Talking about a whole bunch of nothing, all right? Therefore, as other engage in conversations with us, we must ask ourselves this, these questions. What's the purpose behind what they are saying? I got you, you got, I don't care what you say. I'm, my wife talking to me about something. Babe, what you, what, why you, what, what you talking about? Right, where's the purpose around that? Am I being persuaded by what they are saying? And if so, to do what? Right, I've got to ask myself that question. A am I being persuaded in some way? And then I've got to ask myself, are what they're saying, notice this, attributing to my negative proclivities? People will hinge upon your desires. They know you've been talking about money. They know you've been talking about you broke. And then all of a sudden, girl, I got this multi-level marketing scheme. Is this now attributing to my proclivities? Tell your neighbor, I got to be discerning. All right? Because these can reveal if the intent of their discussions is to deceive. All right? People good with their words, y'all. My, my wife was telling me one pastor, she said, oh, that's a salesman. Yeah, he a salesman, all right? All right? I've got to know the intent of his discussion. It's important to note, notice this, that the first deception took way by place of a discussion. Y'all heard what I just said? The enemy deceives Eve first because she entertained a discussion. Y'all heard what I just said? Every discussion does not need to be entertained. All right, y'all be quick. I know, oh, I got to talk to you, girl. No, it's real important. You got to be discerning. Is it really important? All right, we entertain too many discussions. All right, somebody was telling me that, Pastor Keith, you got to put reins on something. Well, here's the other thing. That's the call on my life, and I, I, I discern what I need to entertain and what I don't need to entertain. All right, but some, some stuff we ain't got to entertain. Tell your neighbor, don't entertain every discussion. 
Therefore, you got to be careful of who we talk to, what we talk about, and notice this, how they talk to you. Because workers of deception will attempt to deceive you by their words. So I talked about there will be workers. There's going to be people close to you, y'all. They're going to use wonders, all right? They're going to dress up. They're going to put on that nice little cologne. They're going to make sure they haircut fresh. They're going to get their car washed. My my wife used to say when I was dating, your car seemed always clean when you come pick me up. Yeah, girl, I was trying to get with you. (laughs) All right? That's why it's clean. All right? But hear this. I believe one of the most disheartening moments in the life of another, and this is both saved and unsaved, is when they realize they've been deceived. That's one of the most disheartening. Y'all know how we'll cut folk off before we were saved when we get deceived. It's, It's a disheartening moment. When we can realize, especially, like I said, when there are people that are close to us. When we find out that a friend has been lying to us. Somebody say deceived. When we find out that our business partner has been stealing from us. Somebody say deceived. When we find out our significant other is having an affair on us. Somebody say deceived. Right? When people are not who we thought they were, it's disheartening. When we didn't realize that people were workers of deception. When we were too enamored by their wonders and when we were enticed by their words. But even more, I spoke of the unsuspecting being deceived or in other words, the unaware. So beyond workers, beyond wonders, beyond their words, it's our lack of wisdom that causes us to be deceived. Y'all know the old saying, fool me once, shame on um, you fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's our lack of wisdom, all right? As I stated earlier, deception is tainted truth. So therefore, you will always be unaware of what's tainted until you have a wisdom of undefiled truth. I, I, until I know, y'all know, the, the young folk now, that they, they, they want to know about keeping it 100, the ones who keep it real. I, if we don't have a level of what's real, we'll never know what's undefiled what's defiled. And this is why James 1.5 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Until we can discern truth, we will always be defeated by deception. Yet here's the good news. We can ask for wisdom. That, that's good news to me, that, that God will freely reveal the workers of deception. Y'all know sometimes we get with people and we just, I don't really want to know the truth. Y'all know it's it's people in relationships, I don't want to know the truth. Girl, why you searching for stuff? You going to find something out? Yeah, I need to find something out. All right? And the good news is that God says, I'll reveal that unto you. All right? When when I need to figure out what's the motives behind them showing their wonders, God says, I'll freely reveal that unto you. When when we get caught up in their words, I know they can talk good. My wife said I had a little southern slang, and she liked my little talk game. But, But if I had some underlying motives behind those words, The good news is God will freely reveal that unto you. And hear this, God will present truth before you will be tested with truth. Many of us think we lack wisdom, but God will only um, test on on truth that he has already presented. So many of us think that somebody deceived us and God says, I had already presented you a modicum of truth. Many of us overlook the truth that's been presented. And then when the test comes, we easily fail. And God says, I'll never test you before I present something to you. All right? So many times we've heard our mama say, 
I've been down that road, and I know that one ain't good for you. We got truth, but we didn't receive it. And then when we get tested by it, we go to our mama crying because this boy done cheated on you. We, we, we realize when somebody told you, I already been down that road, daughter. I done, I, done, I done paid my $500 to be a business owner, and I ain't got no money from that. I, I know what that is. And you were presented with truth, but you didn't receive it. God says, I'll always present you with truth before I test you with it. And notice this, Adam received truth before he was tested with truth. Yet he was defeated by deception. Y'all know that he was the one that God said, that tree right there, all this other stuff you can eat of, don't eat of this one. He was presented with truth. Notice this, before he was tested. But yet he still fell. Therefore, we must both receive truth and hear this. Somebody say heed truth. Or the device of deception will have his way with us. The enemy desires that the wrath that he received, we will also receive as well. And he does so by deception. Many of us, we just simply got to recognize and reject the workers. All right, many of us, don't get so caught up in his wonders. That stuff nice. I, I want my wife to look good. She, I, I like when she look good. I like when she dress up. But it better be something underneath that dress up. And I ain't talking about... You know that underneath. I'm talking about in, in her soul and her character. Yeah. Amen. And, and then I, I want to know what you, you're talking too much. You're talking and you're talking about a whole bunch of nothing. Right? I don't want to get caught up in their words because they're going to drop a little nugget in there to try to deceive you. And notice this. All of us, when, when, we, when we feel like we can't figure it out, ask God for wisdom. He'll present it to you before he tests you with it. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Father, we thank you. God, many of us in this room, and I, I can probably attest to this and even say this confidently, that we've all been deceived. God, many of us have been cheated on. Many of us, God, have been lied to by those that we thought loved us. God, many of us have been stolen from, from those closest to us. Those were disheartening moments, God disheartening moments of deception. Help us, we pray. God, we realize now on today, God, that there's workers of deception. I'm sorry, God, it may be tough, God, but it can be our man and our mama. God, I, I know it's tough, God, but it can be our pastor as well. God, I, I know it's tough, God, but it may even be our friends and our family. And God, we pray now on today, God, that even though we're connected, we'll always be cautious. And I don't mean treating them differently, God, but God, that just means with a discerning eye. God, we don't want to let our guards down, for your word declares that we should guard our hearts, for out of it flow the issues of life. God, we'll guard our hearts, God, we pray. And God, we pray, God, that we'll not get so caught up in wonders. We know they got money. We know they look good. We, we know they got all, um, the, 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 all the fixings, God, but we won't get caught up in that. God, we need to see something underneath that. God, we don't want to just see contents. We want to see context. Let us see context in the lives of people, God in the churches that we connect to, God, in the organizations that we uh, associate with, God, in anything that we try to endeavor in, God, we want to see the context, God. And God, matter of fact, God, thank you, God, for words. We won't be fooled by words. We won't be deceived by words. 
We know they got a good talk game, but they ain't going to talk us out of what you've called us to do. God, let us see their ways behind their words. God, we need you, God. And thank you for the wisdom, God, that you impart. Somebody shout freely. God, you'll give us wisdom freely, God. We simply got to ask for it. You'll never test us with anything you have not presented to us. So I pray, God, for even what you've already presented to us, God. When our mama told us one thing, God, if it was truth, God calls us to receive it. God, if our friend told us one thing, God, if it was truth, God calls us to receive it. God, if our pastor told us one thing, God, and it was a level of truth, God calls us to receive it. Because as soon as we're presented with truth, a test will be on the way. For the enemy is seeking whom he may devour. And it's those, God, that no, not simply those, God, that hear truth, but it's those that heed truth. Let us, God, be those that heed truth, we pray. We love you and adore you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Believers said amen. Amen. Give God a hand.